Um, and it is this one, a little thread of tweets, um, which I originally spotted because it was liked by our vice chancellor herself. Oh. Um, and it's from Laura Pickering Payne, who uh, in her Twitter bio says uh, BSc speech and language therapy at Marjon Uni, which of course is where the vice chancellor did her vice chancellering before she came here. So that's probably <laughs> how she's ended up um, liking this tweet. Um, previous teacher and lead IQA in further education. She appears to be studying um, speech and language therapy now. Mm -hmm. So she said uh, the other day, reflection, a thread. Earlier this week, a fellow student told me that I had an intimidating personality. I was really surprised and asked if they could explain. They said that I always know what's going on seem to be on top of everything academically and that I seem to be involved in a lot of extra societies, additional activities and part-time work. I've thought about this a lot. In reality, I struggle with imposter syndrome. I think I don't know what's going on. I have self-doubt and constantly worry that people don't like me. I compensate for this by double or triple checking dates and times, by arriving early, volunteering to do things even if they scare me and by doing extra reading and research so I can appear to know what's going on. But perhaps my coping methods have worked too well. By masking my fear and true feelings, it seems that I might be coming across as intimidating. I aspire to be approachable and welcoming, so maybe I need to be more willing to show my true feelings and doubts. Or as healthcare professionals, is it our job to seem knowledgeable, calm and organised? There's definitely a thin line here. Has anyone else had any feedback that has surprised them and got them thinking? Whoa. (laughs) Well, this is getting my palms sweating more than uh, more than the numbers. The numbers, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of guilty as charged in this room right now, isn't there? Both oh. sides of the microphone. Oh. <laughs> I think we both do that a bit, don't we? Yeah, I, I mean, it's. I, I I hope that it dogs others out there in the same way as it dogs me, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and you know it really. Uh, when you start thinking about the impact it has on on others, uh, you know, aside from the fact that you're tying yourself in knots inside and the impact it's having on you, it it does it really does force you to think. I really ought to start either being a bit more honest or <laughs> just being a bit more human and having lower expectations of myself. Maybe I don't know. It's not it's not about lowering your expectations. It's just about ah uh, maybe just acknowledging that you can't know everything. Yeah, yeah. I remember you seemed pretty damn scary when I used to go to my first meetings with you. Before we became bestest buddies, I thought, oh my God, she knows everything. She's really scary. But you're not. You're really nice. God, I just... And that's so weird because I just don't think of myself like that. But uh, but I realise that a byproduct of me wanting to seem like I've got my proverbial in in one sock or together. (laughs) My ducks in a row. Put that one in. Take the other bit out. All right. Um, I might. Um, I obviously am coming across in a way that uh, maybe is a little bit intimidating. So yeah, oh gosh, no, sweating. Well, it's funny because I was I was chatting to a colleague downstairs um, on the way to the office, and and we were we were commiserating on the size of our email inboxes and the amount of stuff we hadn't done. She said, "Well, you always seem to be on top of absolutely everything." So uh, maybe the first stage is to do what I did, which is to put her damn right right there in the corridor and explain just how many things I'm not on top of at the moment, even though I don't aspire to be approachable and welcoming like this nice lady on twitter mm. um but is she, uh, yeah. is she from the medical profession did i get that right she seems to be i mean it's rather difficult to tell from her twitter bio so apologies for this laura pickering pain um it appears that she's been a teacher and is now training in speech and language therapy um, right so she's work. she's a student at the moment but she's um a mature student and a very experienced 
um, professional by the look of it. Because, mm, I mean, there is such a performative aspect yeah. to what we do as mm. teachers generally. But I suppose being a professional, there is a professional identity, which maybe some people are more comfortable with kind of performing that they're on it. <laughs> yeah, and we've talked about this before, haven't we? Because we're both trained in the performing arts. You know, you're a drama specialist. I'm a music specialist. And we kind of... I mean, I know in my musical training, you know, you used to have it drummed into you that you could be really, really good. But if you didn't appear to be totally on top of stuff when you walked out on the stage, then it was all for nothing. And I used mm. to literally go to things where they would they would do sessions on it. They would teach us how to present ourselves on the stage, you know, and you, you wouldn't actually get to play a note until you'd successfully walked out, bowed and sat down at the piano or whatever and done it in the way that, that they wanted. And mm. it seemed really over the top at the time, but, but, you know, having sat through some dodgy performances, it is true that you end up gripping the sides of your chair a little bit too tightly to be comfortable. And I suppose some of those attitudes that I've had drummed into me have maybe leaked out a little bit in the way I go about my my teachering but mm. yeah it, it did resonate with me and I, I knew it would resonate with you a little bit as well so oh. I, I brought it to the table and maybe we'll make a we'll make a resolution to appear more shambolic and disorganized in future shall we um, yes <laughs> I, I feel like I can't possibly turn shambolic and disorganized up any higher but you know <laughs> It's already gone past 11 and is on about 948 at the moment. But there we are. That's my perception. Maybe maybe perceptions differ. I don't know. (laughs) No, it's definitely something to think about. And definitely, yeah, something that resonates with me. I will will, uh, speak to my counsellor about this. Is that me? Tom Breeze. (laughs) When we finished recording, yeah. Well, you know, it is interesting, isn't it? Because you think you're making people feel... Well, certainly I've, I've thought in about safe this, hands. You know? Yeah, you think people are feeling in safe hands with you and, and then you sort of stop and think, oh gosh, are they actually feeling that you're, you're way too over the top organised and should chill out a bit and it's making people unhappy? I don't know. Um, I mean, I like to think I'm, I'm not waving but drowning, but apparently some people think I'm reasonably honest. <laughs> need to change that fast. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I always think that you're really on it, and I I, I see behind the curtain, so you know <laughs> I share an office with you, so there's no hiding in here. Oh well, um, yeah. yeah, definitely something to think about there. 